Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Theater 5 presents Two Birds, One Stone. Coffee's regular, tea with lemon, and uh, four Danish. Uh, make that three cheese Danish and one prune. Yep. Mark Saunder, Allen, and Lynch, 18th floor reception. And could you hurry it, please? Oh, good morning. May I help you? Uh, Mr. Sloan, is he Mr. March? Do you have an appointment? No, as a matter of fact... Mr. March hasn't come in yet, but if you'd care oh, to wait... Oh, I know he hasn't. I see, I'm an old friend. I can see about an appointment. No, no, you don't understand. I uh, wanted to get here before Mr. March arrives. See, I'm an old friend. We haven't seen each other in 15 years, and if I just If you'd care to, to wait, sir, I'm sure him. Mr. March will see well, you. I, I thought perhaps I might wait in his office so that when he comes well, in... I'm sorry, sir. I'm afraid I couldn't well, allow Well, I that. assure you it'll be all right. You, you see, we're, we're all... I'm fr- sorry, sir. Mr. March gave me strict orders well, now look, not... look, this is ridiculous. I'm, I'm just passing through town, and I want to surprise an old friend. Last time I saw Jason, uh, Mr. March, I walked into my office in Detroit, and he was sitting behind my desk. It's just a little... Well, no matter. You uh, couldn't stretch a point, sir. If you'd care to wait, no, sir. No, I can see you couldn't. Well, thank you, anyway. Oh, I uh, see by that note in your pad, Mr. March is having lunch at Chandelier's. I'll catch him there later. Oh, uh, I'd appreciate your not mentioning I was here. Yes, sir. Thank you. I must remember to congratulate Jason on his excellent taste in secretary. Oh, Mr. Sloan. Yes? Uh, I guess it'll be all right. Thank you. I'm sorry if I if I seemed, uh, but you understand how. Yes, I, of course. Uh, that door right there, sir. Thank you. Oh, there's uh, no knob. What's the combination? Oh, I'm sorry. Just step on that little metal disc in the carpet. Well, this. Yes. Oh, thank you. And and uh, would you care for something, a coffee, a drink? No, nothing, thank you. There's a private elevator now. You're just in time. Uh, Remember now, I'm not here. (laughs) Ficious little snip. Good morning, Mr. Moore. Good morning, Edna. My, don't we look like the first day of spring, though? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Anything? Um, uh, no, sir. Oh, good. Oh, Edna, better confirm my luncheon date. Yes, sir. Good morning, Uh, Jason. Well... How the devil... Surprised? Sloan. Aaron Sloan. Aren't you even going to shake hands? What are you doing here? 
you're not going to shake hands. Aren't you glad to see me, Jason? Aaron Sloan. Yeah, you uh, said that. Oh, I, I, I did, didn't I? Well, I'll, I'll have to admit that to, you do come as something of a surprise. I hardly expect her to walk into my office and see you. For at least another five years. You haven't been reading the back pages of the Times. Well, well, sit down, Aaron. Can I get you something? Uh, coffee, tea, whiskey? Well, it's a little early for me, but but of course. Help yourself. A uh, bar's right over there. Uh-huh. What do I do? Uh, say open sesame? Oh, it's automatic. Just step on that metal disc in the carpet. Nice little push-button world you've made for yourself, Jason. Where's the one that controls the bomb? <laughs> well, it uh, it makes things easier. A little thing Bob Lowry worked out for me. Oh, I'm impressed. Oh, I am impressed. Well, step over here into the light. Let's uh, get a good look at you. <laughs> well, you're looking well, Aaron. One of the few things I liked about you, Jason, was your refreshing lack of hypocrisy. Don't start now. Well, a little thinner, maybe. A little thinner. How old would you say I look, Jason? Oh, I don't know. 38, 40, maybe? 50, maybe? Yeah, look in the uh, bar mirror, the two of us together. I'm three years younger than you, and I look 20 years older. Well, give yourself time. A few square meals under your belt, a trip to a good tailor. Oh, you don't like the suit? Why, I thought the state showed surprisingly good taste. Of course, it isn't exactly Savile Row, but, uh, well, you know how it is. Taxpayers' money and all that. Aaron, give yourself time. After all, you've been out of things for... Fifteen years. Fifteen years, Jason. Have you any idea how long a prison year is? Aaron, I know how tough it must have been. Inside, there are 24 years in every day. And you spend every endless second of them not dying. Just not dying. <laughs> you don't live, Jason. You just don't die. Well, you've, you've got to put all that behind you. You're out now, and you still have a whole life ahead of you. You know, the first year, the calendar is your enemy. And then after a while, it becomes your friend. Because it gives you something to do. At the end of every one of those interminable days, you get to scratch one off the sheet. You've got to look ahead now. To what, Jason? What kind of life? You uh, think you can swing me a seat on the board? Well, I'm, I'm sure we can find you something... Uh, give me a few days to nose around. Maybe huh? a nice uh, high bracket spot in the mailroom? Hey, how about that? Or maybe something with a little more future. Uh, vice president in charge of the men's room. What do you want, Aaron? Fifteen years on a platter. That's what I want. The fifteen years you were free and I wasn't. Your years, Jason. Every meal you sat down to on a nice white tablecloth, every mile you were driven by your chauffeur, every suit you had made, every haircut, manicure, drink, every night you spent with Alice. Leave Alice out of this. What's the matter, old boy? Guilty conscience? What did you expect her to do? Wait until you got out? Twenty years? Fifteen. Fifteen, twenty-five? What difference does it make? What kind of a life do you think she would have had with you? What kind of a life have you given her? She has everything she wants. She's happy. Well, I could have made her happy, too. You didn't have enough, did you? All your father's money and everything that went with it, but still wasn't enough. 
Was it? Junior. Don't call me that. <laughs> that was it, wasn't it? Junior? <laughs> Jason March Junior. A word stuck in your guts, didn't it? Whose idea was that? Oh, Junior's. And then the smiles behind your back and the whispers. That's enough. You hated there knowing the title on your door was bought and paid for by your father. Now, you listen to me. The way they listened? So polite, so attentive, and so respectful? Except when your ideas were the ones you stole from me. You, uh, hated having to pick my brains, didn't you, Junior? I worked hard for what I got. You stole what you got. Your title, your power, your wife, all the things I would have had. It was easy, wasn't it? So easy to keep your hands clean. Why, who'd believe the son of the Jason March would ever be involved in anything even remotely dishonest? What for? With his money. But the other man, what's his name? Oh, yes, uh, Sloan. Aaron Sloan. Joe Slonowski's kid. Why, who does he think he is trying to keep up with the Dow Joneses? I was a perfect patsy, wasn't I? So conveniently in debt. And when I came to you as a friend for a loan, how grateful I was. <laughs> oh, how grateful I was. 25000 Why, of course, Aaron, old man. I know getting married is going to take money, especially when it's to a girl like Alice. Why, of course, the firm will advance you the money. You'll earn it back in a year. You came to me for a loan, and I gave it to you. Only that's not the way it went on the books, was it, Junior? Look, we've been all over that. You know it was a mistake. Was losing my promissory note a mistake, too? Or did you just conveniently mislay it? I explained all that at the trial. Oh, yes. Yes, you explained it beautifully. There wasn't a man on the jury who didn't think you were covering for an old friend. Oh, he was my best friend, Your Honor. I know he had every intention of paying it back. He, he meant it to be just a loan. <laughs> well, sure I did. Only no one in the firm knew anything about it but you. You just didn't bother to mention when I came to you with my hand out that you didn't have the authority to advance the money, that you'd have to run to Daddy like a little boy for his weekly allowance. You didn't tell me that. I told you I was sure it would be all right. All right? All right to hand me $25,000 of the company's money without authorization? All right to forget to enter it in the books as a loan? I was trying to help you. Oh, you did? Right into Sing Sing. Now listen to me. I did everything I could to keep you out of jail. I told them I had given you the money. I told them that I lost the promissory note. I told them that there hadn't been a chance to put it in the books. I can't help it if the jury didn't believe me. I did everything I could. Oh, I kept asking myself over and over, why? Why? Was I in your way, Jason? A painful daily reminder of everything your father wanted you to be? Was I stepping on your toes? Or was it just Alice? Did you want her bad enough to condemn me to a living hell to get her? Oh, what's the use? You didn't believe me 15 years ago. You won't believe me now. I'll believe you if you say to me now, Aaron, I was young. Aaron, I was greedy. I was stupid. I was cruel. I did this to you, but I'll make it up to you now. Tell me how and I'll make it up to you. Tell me how, Aaron. And you'll do it. What do you want? My name in gold letters on one of those doors and everything that goes with it. Everything I would have had... If you hadn't stopped me, including Alice. Oh, you're out of your mind. You're really out of your mind. You know, I saw a movie once about a man who tried to keep from going insane in prison by keeping the image of a face before him. The face of the man who'd framed him. Every time he crashed his sledgehammer into a rock, <laughs> that face was on that rock. <laughs> 
And that's what kept him going. His hatred. You know the face I saw? Jason. Aaron. Aaron, listen to me. Now, now, I'll, I'll try to help you all I can. I'll get you settled. I'll, I'll look around. I'll find you something. Not something, Jason. My name on a door here. You know that's impossible. Nothing, to quote the late, great Jason March Sr., is impossible, is it? Uh, Aaron. Aaron, for the love of heaven. Oh, you recognize the gun, Jason? You should. It's yours. <laughs> right out of your gun case. Oh. I visited your house last night while you were having dinner, you and Alice. I wanted to wait and kill you then, Jason, while you were with Alice. Now, Aaron... <laughs> This can all be settled, you. You want to know why I didn't? Well, because killing is too good for you. It's too quick. Bang! No. No, what I have in mind will give me much more satisfaction. <laughs> much, much more. Aaron. Aaron, please. If you knew what I had in mind, you wouldn't be begging for your life. <laughs> You'd be begging me on your knees to kill you now. A nice, quick bullet between the eyes. Look, Aaron, I'll see what I can do about the partnership, huh? I'll, I'll call a meeting of the board this morning. I'll explain it to them that, that you were wrongly accused. Look, I, I still have your promissory note. I'll show it to them. Tell them I, I found it in some papers. They know you. They, they remember you. They, they know your capabilities. Look, Aaron, I'm president. If I say you're in, you're in. Now, put away that gun. Get hold of yourself. Don't throw the rest of your life away. You're too late, Junior. Fifteen years too late. Is it Alice? Is it my wife? All right. All right, I'll... Uh, I'll leave it up to her. If she still loves you, still wants anything to do with you, I'll... I'll step out of the way. Alice? Huh. Want me now? Well, what woman would want me the way I look? Fifteen years in prison isn't a beauty treatment. Look, I'm... I'm willing to do whatever you want. That's right. Crawl. <laughs> I like seeing Jason March Jr. crawling, begging for what's left of the rest of his life. It's too bad you can't just... Uh... Step on a button, isn't it, Jason? The way you do when you want to open a door or pour a drink. There isn't any button that'll get you out of this. What do you want from me? Tell me. Tell me what you want. There's nothing you can give me. But I... It's I, too late. No. No, it isn't. Look, you're still a young man. You, you've got your whole I'm life. I'm a dead man, Jason. What? I don't understand. You're talking to a dead man. Or a man who's as good as dead. Same difference. You're insane. I'm dying. Aaron, put away the gun. You don't know what you're, what you're doing. Oh, I know what I'm doing. And all the doctors know what I'm doing. I'm dying. Oh, they were very understanding on the parole board. He's only got a few months. Why not let him enjoy what's left of his life? Besides, we'll save the taxpayers money. This way he can die at his own expense. <laughs> so they let me out, Jason. Five years before my sentence was... I don't understand. What... Oh, what is it you don't understand? Why I came here? Why a dead man cares one way or the other? Why, Aaron? Because when I die, I want you to die with me. The way I have. By inches. What are you going to do? I'm going to kill you. But you said that... Oh, I, I'm not going to shoot you. Oh, I wouldn't shoot you, Jason. All right. 
Whatever you're going to do, do it and get it over with. Oh, there's plenty of time. I'm in no hurry. First, I want to make sure we won't be uh, interrupted. Uh, tell your girl not to disturb us, Jason. Uh, remember, if, if I have to, I'll walk out there and shoot her. I have nothing to lose. Edna, I don't wish to be disturbed until I call you. Yes, sir. You don't have to raise a finger, do you, Jason? Just step on a button and talk. It's very clever. Aaron, don't do this. Don't do what? You don't know what I'm going to do yet. Or, or do you? Are you uh, beginning to get an idea? Is the idea beginning to dawn on please. you? Please. Aaron, please. Well, I'm going to shoot myself, Jason. Yeah. Right before your eyes. I'm going to put your gun to my stomach and pull the trigger. Your gun, Jason. Now, you'll notice I've kept it wrapped in a handkerchief. That's so I won't get my fingerprints on it. There'll be no fingerprints but yours. Uh, first, I'd like to do one of my impressions. Oh, oh I, I'm very good. I've had lots of time to practice. Would you uh, like to hear me imitate you, Jason? Edna, I don't wish to be disturbed until I call you. How was that, Jason? Aaron. Aaron, don't do this. As God's my judge... I'm your judge, Jason, and your jury. Aaron, don't do this to oh, me. Oh, you guessed. Well, how clever of you. But just in case there are a few loose ends, I'll spell it out for you, step by step. I wish you to be very sure what's going to happen to you. Now, first, I'm going to call the office of the district attorney. Oh, I'm surprised you don't have a button you can press to dial a phone, Jason. Now I'm going to do another one of my little impressions... Office. Hello, this is Jason March. I have just killed a man. You what? I have just killed a man in my office. His name is Aaron Sloan. I'll wait for you. Wait a minute. Where are you? In my office, the Commerce Building. Aaron. Aaron, you don't know what you're doing. Oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. In ten minutes, the police will come in here and find the man you just said you killed on the floor. Shot by your gun, Jason. They'll arrest you for murder. My murder. And if you're lucky, they'll burn you right away. If not, you'll sit in a concrete room and wait. The way I waited, Jason. 24 hours a day, day after day after day. Hey, maybe they won't burn you at all. Maybe you'll get life. Oh, I'd like you to get life, Jason. No. Aaron, I'll no. See you in hell, old buddy boy. No. Laugh while you can. <laughs> Do you know why I'm laughing, Aaron? <laughs> because the joke's on you. <laughs> Joke? I told you you wouldn't get away with it. <laughs> Plan. Perfect. <laughs> Foolproof. Yeah, yeah, you overlooked one little thing. <laughs> you were so intent upon getting even with me that you didn't notice somebody else had already gotten even. <laughs> Aaron. Aaron, can you hear me? Stay alive long enough to hear me. Uh, you didn't notice that I can't move my arms, did you? Not even when I didn't shake hands with you. <laughs> what do you think all these foot pedals were for? So I wouldn't have to lift a finger, you said. Because I couldn't lift a finger even if I wanted to. <laughs> my arms have been paralyzed for the last five years. <laughs> Pull a trigger? Why, I can't even dial a phone. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Presented Two Birds, One Stone, written by Hal Hackaday, directed by Ted Bell. In the cast, William Griffiths, Ralph Camargo, and Vicki Vola. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlasdotsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. has been an ABC Radio Network production.